This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, March 13th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Lots of people don't like rich people, but aside from having a falsely static view of the size of the economic pie, why is that the case? Aaron Powell is editor of libertarianism.org. He argues that it's quite simply that for many rich people, we just don't know what they do. So it's harder to understand why they're so wealthy. The Occupy Wall Street movement has been very mad at rich people, the 99% versus the 1%. But I was struck by an inconsistency in the way that they apply that anger. Namely, they say they're mad at the rich. They're mad at people who have 1% of the income, which would presumably include all rich people, however they got that money. But the anger that they show is directed at a narrow subset of the rich. It's mostly bankers, hedge fund managers, CEOs. It doesn't tend to be professional athletes or actors or people like Steve Jobs who make products that they all like. And in trying to understand why there was this inconsistency, what was different about the the people they got mad at and the people they didn't, I was struck by the differences in the jobs between those two groups. Namely, if if I think about people like a quarterback or an actor, they have what I call a, a clear job, which is I both can see the product of what they do. I can understand it. They, That's that person on the movie screen acting well or that pass was completed for a touchdown or Steve Jobs made my iPhone. Um, so I, I can see the product and I can understand the connection between what they did and how they got to it. I can see the throw. I can see that Steve Jobs had this idea and it turned into the iPhone. I can see that this person gets up there and reads a script and, and acts. Whereas hedge fund managers, I don't know what a hedge fund manager does. I don't, I don't really understand how he makes his money. He makes a lot of it. Um, and, and so he has what I call an unclear job where I don't really understand the product that's the result of his work and that presumably he's getting paid a lot of money for. And I don't understand how he does what he does to make that product. And so I can't evaluate how good of a job he does. People blame speculators for high oil prices, but in order to blame speculators for high oil prices, you'd have to ignore that speculation is literally and precisely a two-way street. That is, there's somebody betting on the price of oil going up. There is, in, in order for that to be true, there must be someone else betting on the price of oil going down. That is to say, speculators don't drive prices higher. The anger uh, that drives uh, prices higher, it's speculators in this in this example are sort of an indistinct group of angry of of profiteers. Sure, they're precisely an unclear job because before you can even get to the questions of how speculators actually have an impact on the market. You have to understand what a speculator does. And my guess is most people who are mad at speculators couldn't tell you what a speculator does, whether good or bad. And and so I think what goes on when we encounter people like that is we see someone who makes a lot of money and we don't see what they did to earn it. We don't understand what they did to earn it. And so our assumption in that situation, because we're so kind of attuned to not like cheating, is to assume that this person cheated. And so we, we assume that because I can't see what he did to get his money, he must not have done something 
good to get his money. Whereas with a clear job, I can see, oh, I really like the iPhone and Steve Jobs invented the iPhone. So the connection for what he did that's good and how he got his money or the quarterback who throws the pass, I can see it and I can say, this guy's really good at that. Like I could, I can throw a, a football, but I'm going to do it really poorly. So I can recognize that this guy who's throwing a football, which I know how to do, I can recognize that he can do it so much better than me and that's why he gets paid. And so I think that if, if we recognize this clear versus unclear distinction, we can clarify and understand a lot of why certain groups of rich people seem to bear the brunt of the anger. It's because they're assumed to be cheating because most of us don't understand how they earned what they earned. The other thing about what you're describing as a clear job, that is to say uh, football players, actors, people like Steve Jobs who are uh, intimately and publicly connected to the products they make, is that we consume them readily. That is just just by knowing the fact that an actor is doing what he's doing or a football player is doing what he's doing or Steve Jobs is presenting us with his new product, uh, we're prepared to consume it or we are consuming it. Right, and we are consuming the products of the unclear jobs as well, but we're not directly aware of that consumption. And so that's in a way the same way saying we're not aware of the product. E even if we're consuming it, we don't know what the product is. And so when these people get rich making a product that – we don't even recognize, we can't say, oh, well, he's good at making that product or I need that product and so he should get paid for it. We just, he just makes money and as far as we're concerned, it kind of came out of thin air, which doesn't seem fair. I forget who is responsible for this statement, but I've talked about this with Trevor Burris as well, which is the entrepreneur, the person at the head of an organization is typically the residual claimant and, and that person's contribution is typically the one that is hardest to define. The entrepreneur's contribution to the organization is the one that's difficult to define. It's unclear. Right, because he's not the one who's actually putting in the screws or drawing the designs in the computer. So he's he's several steps removed from the end product and and that that makes his position, his job less clear because the ultimate clear job is one where I can watch the person take the raw materials and turn them into something that he can then hand to me. Whereas if there's all these intermediaries, then the clarity vanishes. Right. Like a movie producer, uh, like the best picture award is a producer's award. Right. Um, but what goes into a great film, no one knows. And Hollywood's had a lot of time to figure out. Correct. And it's so therefore, I think it's probably not a total coincidence that when we think about the people in Hollywood we don't like, it's not typically the actors, it's the producers. Unfortunately, these jobs are going to stay with us. And the problem with them being unclear and so them provoking this kind of anger is, is I think, going to get worse. I mean, we can, on the one hand, we can educate ourselves more to try to learn what it is that these unclear jobs do so that they become clear. But that's only going to take us so far. And it's going to take us less far in the future because one of the ways that we as a society become richer, that our economy grows, is through specialization, is, is through people doing more specialized jobs. And more specialized jobs are by nature going to be less clear jobs. They're going to be jobs that we don't understand. There will be all these jobs out there that we can't fathom in the future that are going to require much more knowledge, much more narrow knowledge than we have now. And so the number of unclear jobs will proliferate as our economy grows richer. And that's going to make it so that there are more jobs that we get mad at and fewer jobs that we don't. Aaron Powell is editor of libertarianism.org. 
You can learn more about applied libertarianism at our website, cato.org.